Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. Sallallahu wa sallam ala nabiyyina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in amma ba'd. Hayyakum Allah. Barakah fikum ayyul ikhwah. We continue with our qira'ah. Naam. Wantahayna. We finished the saying Wallah subhanahu wa ta'ala فَأَمَّا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا فَزَادَتْهُمْ إِمَانًا On page 16 for those who are following with the Arabic text and for those who don't have the Arabic text then as you know we're going through the, uh, the Kitab of Al-Iman from Sahih Al-Bukhari so يعني, it's a Kitab that you're still able to go through if you have the Matan, if you have the original text يعني, if you don't have the explanation of Shaykh Salah Al-Fawzan if you have the original text of Sahih al-Bukhari, you have the Sahih at home, then it's possible for you to bring that with you. And as we said before, more than once, this Kitab is a must. Sahih al-Bukhari, the most authentic book in Islam after the Book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We continue with our reading into the explanation of Sheikh Salih al-Fawzan. And the Sheikh, he says, at the bottom of this page, page 16, قَالَ رَحِمُهُ اللَّهِ Imam al-Bukhari وَقَوْلُهُ جَلَّ ذِكْرُهُ فَخْشَوْهُمْ فَزَادَهُمْ إِمَانًا Now, and then the Shaykh, he brings the complete ayah. That's part of the ayah in Surah Al-Imran. فَخْشَوْهُمْ So, fear them. فَزَادَهُمْ إِمَانًا And so, that increased them in Iman. And the complete ayah is أَلَّذِينَ قَالَ لَهُمُ النَّاسِ those who the people said to them, yani from the munafiqeen, who said to the believers, Indeed, the people have gathered against you. So fear them. And that increased them in Iman, and they said, Allah, that sufficient uh, enough for us is Allah and he is the best of يعني, disposers of affairs and this الإخوة, as the Shaykh he, he mentions now that this verse it, it was revealed after the uh, battle of Uhud and the battle of Uhud الإخوة, um, took place in the Shahr of Shawwal in the month of Shawwal, in the second year after the Hijrah. In the second year after the Hijrah, Naaman, that is after يعني, the Mushrikeen were defeated and they suffered يعني, a great loss during the Battle of Badr, they decided to come back uh, and fight the uh, Muslimin يعني, and to do away with them. And they came, and the Messenger of Allah he, يعني, uh, he sought istishara from the Sahaba, يعني, he, he sought guidance concerning uh, يعني, the fighting of the Kuffar and the Mushrikeen, as, as he would always do. Eventually the battle took place on Uhud, the, mount, the mountain, Mount Uhud, which as we know is that large mountain that 
يعني is in Medina surrounds Medina. نعم. About which the messenger of Allah صلى الله عليه وسلم he said Uhud Jabal يحبنا ونحبه. That Mount Uhud is a Jabal that is is a mountain that loves us and we love it. نعم. The Mushrikeen ayy lukhwa they came and they were three three thousand three thousand in number and they had two hundred horsemen. Three thousand in number and two hundred horsemen. And the Muslims were a thousand men. A thousand men approximately. And during the way to Mount Uhud, the Muslimin, Abdullah ibn Ubay, who was the Ras of the Munafiqeen, who was the yani, head of the hypocrites, he separated from the Muslims and left them. And he took with them those who followed him from the Munafiqeen, and so there remained only 700 of the Muslims. Naam. And so now, yani, you're gonna, you be, we begin to see yani, the difficulty that the Muslims were faced with during this battle, Ghazwat Uhud. Naam. And as is known for those who have read about Ghazwat Uhud, this is the battle wherein the Messenger of Allah he commanded the Rumat, yani the, uh, the archers. He commanded them to remain firm hmm, on the mountain. The mountain to remain firm. And even if victory came to the Muslims, that they should not leave there position even if they see the Muslims victorious and يعني, uh, taking the spoils of war that they should not leave their positions now however as we know when they believed and when they saw that the Muslims يعني, were victorious and they saw that the Mushrikeen began to leave and began to retreat they left their positions they left their positions. Those archers, they left their positions when they were commanded not to do so. And due to that, the Mushrikeen, the mushrikeen when they saw that, Abu Sufyan, um, who was leading the Mushrikeen at that time, and as we know, Abu Sufyan, later on he became Muslim. But during this battle, he was leading the Mushrikeen. When he saw this, he commanded the mush uh, those with him, or a party of the Mushrikeen, to come behind the Muslims and to attack them from behind. Yani from where the archers were stood in the, yani in the first place. Now, and due to this, many of the Sahaba were wounded, even killed. 70 of the companions, as a Sheikh Ibn Thameen, he mentioned 70 of the companions were killed. Were killed and martyred during yani, uh, this battle. From them, Asadullah, Asadul Ummah, hmm? uh, Hamza, Bin Abdul Muttalib, the paternal uncle of the Messenger of Allah, وسلم, that he was killed during this battle. Likewise, uh, Abdullah ibn Jahsh, Mus'ab ibn, uh, ibn Umair, who was the one who was carrying the liwa. He was the one that the Messenger of Allah gave him the flag. He gave him the flag, يعني, uh, and he was, he was likewise killed. Sa'd ibn Rabi' and others from the companions. Naam. And this is why in the ayah before, Allah, he, say, Allah he says, وَالَّذِينَ اسْتَجَابُوا لِلَّهِ وَالرَّسُولِ مِنْ بَعْدِ مَا أَصَابَهُمُ الْقَرَحِ Those who responded to Allah and his messenger, as we're going to see, 
that yani after this point when the when the mushrikeen they left and after the muslims had suffered this great loss and they retreated back to medina when the people I mean, abu sufyan and the mushrikeen when they said to themselves that we should have finished them off we should have killed muhammad sallallahu alaihi and we should have finished off the muslims once and for all when they sent word to the messenger of allah sallallahu it's mentioned that there was yani the munafiqeen as we mentioned or it's mentioned that there was a caravan of tra- tradesmen and abu sufyan he told them to relate to the messenger of allah sallallahu alaihi that the yani mushrikeen are, co- are coming back this is now the context of of الذين قال لهم الناس ان ان الناس قد جمعوا لكم فاخشوهم this is the context behind that those who said to the believers ان الناس قد جمعوا لكم indeed the people have gathered against you يعني the mushrikeen have gathered against you فاخشوهم so fear them now this is the context behind all of this now um Because he was the Ras of the Munafiqeen, he was yani, from the leaders of the hypocrites. So when he separated and left, when he saw and he believed that the, the Muslims are going to be defeated, he separated and left the Muslims. So and he took with him the, yani, the other hypocrites that were present. And so the Muslims now had, had weakened further in number. Now, um, and again, just so we have an understanding of what took place. When, when the mushrikeen, after the archers have left their positions and they attack the Muslims from behind, they reached the messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. They reached him to the point where they, they, they um, injured يعني, and wounded his face. They يعني, uh, took out his ruba'iyah. His ruba'iyah, ruba'iyah is the, um, the lateral incisor. So the incisors that we have are the two. Uh, front tooth, uh, front teeth. You have the upper incisor and the lower. The ruba'iyah you have, which are just before the after the incisors, and before the canines. So the tooth that was knocked out of the messenger of Allah was the lateral incisor after the two uh, incisors. So on on the right sufla, al yumna sufla. So for me here, yani uh, this tooth right here. Now, and this is how close they got to the messenger of Allah Sallam, to the point that Shaytan he he shouted out with a loud voice that Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam قتل that Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam had had been killed. So when the Muslims they heard this, many of them, most of them fled. Most of them they fled the battlefield, except for. Seven from the Ansar and two from the Muhajirin. And they would come one after the other, uh, the other from the Ansar, they would come defending the messenger of Allah and one after the other they were killed. One after the other they were killed to the point as the messenger of Allah he said that I saw on that day, Battle of Uhud, that there was none with me except Jibreel on the right, Talha on the left, and Abu Dijana behind. And Abu Dijana was, yani he had his back to the messenger, yani his back or his front 
to the messenger of Allah Sallam, to the back of the messenger of Allah Sallam, defending him. And there were arrows going into his back. And he wouldn't move, defending the messenger of Allah Sallam. Radiallahu anhu wa rada wa anis sahabati ajma'in. Now, this is the Qurhayyul Ikhwa which took place. This is the, yani, the uh, hardship that came upon the Muslims and that Qarh, uh, that Allah he mentioned upon the Qarh, وَالَّذِينَ اسْتَجَابُوا لِلَّهِ وَالرَّسُولِ مِنْ بَعْدِ مَا أَصَابَهُمُ الْقَرْحِ After they had been wounded, they responded to Allah and His Messenger. Why? Because even after all of this, when that news came to them, when that news came to them, that the people were coming, were, were coming and gather, were, were gathering again to come another time to finish them off. This did not increase them except in Iman. When it was said to them, fear them. Indeed, the people have gathered uh, against you. As Allah, he said, uh, once this was said to them, فَزَادَهُمْ imana. This did nothing but increase them in Iman. Naam. And so they went out. And again, as we know, uh, from the books of Sirah and from the Ahadith and so on, and from yani, the Quran. Likewise, that when they went out, as Allah he mentions, um, Naam, uh, after they responded to Allah and His Messenger, Imagine this situation here. After they suffered a great defeat, many of the Sahaba have been killed, many wounded, including the Messenger of Allah. Sallam, News that has come that they are coming back. The messenger of Allah he said to the Sahaba that we will go out. Yani, that perhaps when they hear that the Muslims are going out again, even after this, that they're not going out except that they have with them quwwah, that they have strength with them. And so when they went out, the mushrikeen, they didn't come back. When they heard that the messenger of Allah and the Sahaba were going back to fight them and meet them a second time, they didn't come. And so the battle didn't take place and the victory then came back to the Muslims. Naam. Allah. And so it, yani, they, they came back yani, with, yani, with grace from Allah. وفضل, and bounty. Naam. Naam. And so yani, that is yani, al-hasil or a summary of what took place uh, during that battle. Naam. And so here now we get an understanding of this ayah. Yeah, even, even in this situation here, that the Iman increased. And so this is a proof that Iman increases and decreases because this is the subject of yani, the paragraph that we're working with at the moment, yani, those ayat that Imam al-Bukhari brings at the beginning of this chapter. Now, Sheikh Salah Fawzan, he says, وَقَدْ فَعَلُوا بِالْمُسْلِمِينَ مَا فَعَلُوا لَمَّا فَرَغَ الْكُفَّارِ When the kuffar, when they left, وَقَدْ فَعَلُوا بِالْمُسْلِمِينَ مَا فَعَلُوا مِنَ الْقَتَلِ And they did what they did to the Muslims from, from qatl, from killing. لَمَّنْ صَرَفُوا When they left, وَرَّجَعَ الْمُسْلِمُونَ إِلَى الْمَدِينَةِ When the Muslims came back to Medina, بِمَا فِيهِمْ مِنَ الْجَرْحَى وَالْقَتْلَى Even with that which was with them, from الْجَرْحَى, those who were wounded, الْقَتْلَى and those who were killed, تَلَاوَمَ الْكُفَّارِ فِيمَا بَيْنَهُمْ تَلَاوَمَ الْكُفَّارِ That the kuffar began to blame one another. They began to blame one another. In that which is with the, yani in that which is between them, وَقَالُوا لَوْ اسْتَكْمَلْنَاهُمْ وَلَا تَرَكْنَا مِنْهُمْ أَحَدًا. يعني had that we had, يعني completed the killing of all of them. وَلَا تَرَكْنَا مِنْهُمْ أَحَدًا. And we had not left a single one of them. 
And they began to blame one another. We should have killed all of them. Now, and so they يعني, were determined to come back uh, and, and, and attack the Muslims. That they may kill all of them and the, and the remainder of them. يعني, uh, uh, so they were determined. فلما بلغ ذلك رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم والمسلمين قالوا هذه المقالة. And when that reached, when that news reached uh, the messenger of Allah and the Muslims, they said that, that statement. Mm, they said that statement. نعم. يعني that this is an increase in, in iman and that حسبنا الله ونعم الوكيل. They said حسبنا الله ونعم الوكيل. This was their statement and their response to that news that came to them. ازداد إيمانهم بالله. The iman increased in Allah وثقتهم بالله وثقتهم بالله and their thiqa and their reliance and their trust in Allah فزادهم إيمانا نعم and so uh, this is the, the, the point of evidence here فزادهم إيمانا you will recall الإخوة, that we mentioned last week some of the doubts of those who make ta'wil and distort the meaning of ziyad of iman in those ayat that had preceded and that Imam Bukhari he brought and you remember some of those doubts? We said that uh, the way they explain away these ayat, which are outright clear, they say that the ziyada here is ziyadat thabat dawam. It's an increase of them. It's not an increase of iman itself, but an increase of them remaining firm on iman and the iman continuing. Or some of them, they said that yani this Iman is something which is يعني, from the A'rab, those, يعني, um, يعني, those things that are not tangible, those things which are يعني, um, now, the English best term, or the best way to, we translated it last week, A'rab, يعني, those, um, Allah, anyone write down what we how we translated last 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 week? A'rad, يعني those, يعني those matters which are intangible. And so, when we talk about power, will, يعني these are concepts. These are concepts, and these are, يعني Allah. Abstract, ahsant, abstract. These are abstract nouns. They're not tangible. You can't touch will, someone's will. You can't touch, يعني, uh, someone's, uh, يعني, uh, when we talk about haraka, movement. Movement itself is not something that you can envisage. And so something remaining still, the opposite of movement. Uh, يعني, tranquility is not something that you can envisage, but it must take form in something which is tangible. Hmm? Likewise with uh, the colors, black, white. Black and white can't stand on their own. They have to take forms. Something tangible that becomes, that, that is black and something tangible that is white, but they can't stand on their own. They must, they're in need of ajsam. So this was one of their doubts that they brought, that iman is something which is an abstract noun. It needs to take a place. 
And their argument is that abstract nouns, because they don't have ajsam, they don't increase and decrease, they're just fixed matters. But the response to that, as we said, is all of these things, even if they're abstract, yes, they're in need of those ajsam and those bodies that they take place within. But even with that, they're still able to increase and decrease. You can have something which is, has more quwa than something else. You can have something which is more deeper in black than something else. It's a darker shade of black. Something which is greater in its, in its whiteness than something else. And so the same with Iman. Iman can increase and decrease. Those were some of the doubts that we dealt with. However, another doubt that they bring, which we didn't mention, is that they say that this ziyada that's mentioned in the various ayat, yani it's to do with the Sahaba when a fard was revealed or an ayah was revealed in the Quran, as we saw in Surah Tawbah, that some of the munafiqeen they would say, Ayyuhum zadatuhu hadhi imana. Which one of you did this increase in iman or yani when, a, when an ayah is revealed? Naam. That when the Quran is revealed, that it increased the ayah was revealed, it increased them in iman, the Sahaba. Or when a fard, a new obligation, a new uh, uh, something legislated, was revealed, it increased them in iman. However, they, have, they had iman, yani biljumla. They had that iman in, in general. And then the tafsil, the detail which came, which was revealed in stages, fard after fard, obligation after obligation, ayah after ayah, that then increased them in iman in that particular matter. Hmm? So this is something that they say. And this is only specific for the Sahab because now in Qatar al-Wahi, Wahi has stopped, revelation has stopped. So this is the doubt that they bring. The response to that is that when you say that the Sahaba, they had general iman, and then with the revelation of uh, yani the various ayat throughout the various times, and the various obligations revealed yani, throughout the various times, their iman in that particular thing then increased beyond that general iman that they had, then you've agreed with this, that iman can increase. Hmm? So what, why then do you yani, uh, refrain from saying that, that a'mal, that the actions can increase iman and decrease iman? And with regards to their statement of that the wahi, has now stopped, and so that was only specific to the Sahaba, then the scholars they mention, such as Ibn Abdul Iz al-Hanafi, who is a well-known uh, scholar from the Ahnaf, from the Hanafis, however, he's, he's from those who were munsif and those who were just, and he said that this, this ayah here, because if you look at this ayah, this ayah that, that we've just discussed, when the people said, People have gathered against you and they're going to come. So fear them. Hmm? He didn't increase them, but in Iman. Was that, in, was that a ziyada of a mushru'? Was that something new legislated? It wasn't. That's not, that's not legislation. That's news that's come, that's come to them. That the people have gathered. It's not, it's not anything new. That's, it's not further. It's not a revelation of a, a legislation of a new ruling. So that يعني, shows this ayah here 
shows that that argument is false. And likewise, from the people other than the Sahaba, even us in these times, those who don't read and take the Quran all in one go, it's almost like it's been revealed to them, stage after stage. Because you don't read the whole, the whole Quran all in one go. It's possible you read an ayah, a surah, days go by, weeks go by, and then you come across a new ayah. And likewise with the faraid. The people don't learn all the obligations in one go. So it's similar to the Sahaba. Now, so this is this ayah yani, um, refutes them concerning that uh, argument that they bring. In particular, them saying that yani, uh, when a fard was revealed after another fard, yani, that, that would increase them in iman. <coughs> now, the Shaykh he continues and he says, Ma um, that the Sahaba, they weren't weakened. They didn't become weak. Or they didn't fear the kuffar. Because they يعني, uh, had trust in Allah. Regardless of that which afflicted them from يعني, the musibah, from that trial, that great trial that came to them. لكن إيمانهم لم However, their iman did not يعني, become weak. وَثِقَتُهُمْ بِاللَّهِ لَمْ تَنْقُصْ And their trust in Allah did not decrease in any way. إِنَّ النَّاسِ قَدْ جَمَعُوا لَكُمْ فَخْشَوْمْ فَزَادَهُمْ إِيمَانًا The ayah, زَادَهُمْ هَذَا إِيمَانًا The Shaykh mentioned that this increased them in their iman بِخِلَافَ الْمُنَافِقِينَ As opposed to the hypocrites فَإِنَّهُمْ إِذَا بَلَغَهُمُ الْخَوْفِ The munafiqeen If fear reaches them زَادَ شَرُّهُمْ وَنِفَاقُهُمْ their evil and the hypocrisy increases. They said, uh, Allah is sufficient for us. That Allah is sufficient enough in protecting us from their evil. The meaning of this is that we entrust our affair to Allah. We entrust and delegate and commission our affair to Allah. We leave our affair to Allah. They left Medina in order to meet the kuffar. This is again, as we said, the second time. They left Medina to meet the kuffar. When the kuffar learned of their, and came to know of them, the Muslims coming back to meet them again, and يعني fear, fright entered their hearts and they said to themselves يعني the Muslims didn't come out except that they must be with them strength, قوه نعم فوقع الرعب في قلوبهم نعم and so يعني fear and, and fright uh, fell into their hearts فولوا مدبرين and they turned back in flight they turned back in, in flight the mushrikeen, walhamdulillah, warraja'a al-muslimoon salimeen ma'joreen. And the Muslims, they returned back salimeen, yani safe and sound, ma'joreen, rewarded. Naam. Fanqalabu bin'amati min Allah, wa fadlin lam yamsashum su'u. Naam. Wattaba'u ridwan Allah, wallahu dhu fadlin azim. Naam. That they came back, and they returned, the Muslims, they returned, bin'amati min Allah, yani from uh, grace, or by uh, grace from, from Allah, wa fadl, and likewise, 
bounty from him. So no, no, no harm came to them. They didn't have to even fight. No harm touched them. And they followed the pleasure, good pleasure of Allah. And Allah is the owner of great bounties. Now, this was the reward and the result of that iman that they had. Now, however, this is after iman and that strength that they had in their iman was sabr and patience and uh, having reliance upon Allah. Now, now, الشاهد في قوله يعني the point of evidence here is فزادهم إيمانا وقالوا حسبنا الله that this increased them in iman and they said Allah uh, is sufficient for us. ما زادهم هذا الخبر المرعب المخيف إلا إيمانا that this news, المرعب, يعني which strikes fear into the heart, المخيف, which يعني instills fear into a person, didn't increase them except in iman. وما ضعضعهم, nor did it make them weak. أو خوفهم, didn't يعني cause them to fear. لأنهم مؤمنون بالله because they were believers in Allah, متوكلون على الله جل وعلا. يعني and they had reliance and tawakkul upon Allah. هذا محل الشاهد محل الشاهد. This is the point of evidence and the place of evidence. فزادهم إيمانا. نعم هذا دليل على أن الإيمان يزيد. Another proof from the many proofs that Imam Bukhari he brings, as we said, it's a kitab diraya wa riwaya. Sahih Bukhari is not just a book of hadith. He brings ayat also. He brings athar from the from the salaf. And يعني as is mentioned through his chapter headings. He's bringing his fiqh, his understanding, and his position on these matters. Now, now, قال رحمه الله وقوله تعالى وما زادهم إلا إيمانا وتسليما. Another ayah. وما زادهم إلا إيمانا وتسليما. And this didn't increase them except in iman and taslima and submissiveness to Allah. This is in Surah Al-Ahzab. Surah Al-Ahzab is. يعني takes its name because the mention of غزوة الأحزاب يعني another battle which came after which which يعني which again was in شوال the month of شوال in the fifth year after the Hijrah so غزوة أحد was when second year after the Hijrah second year after the Hijrah in شوال غزوة الأحزاب which is also known as غزوة الخندق the battle of the trench نعم يعني this is the same battle يعني غزوة الأحزاب it is named such because the أحزاب the various tribes and groups from the Mushrikeen and the Kuffar came together 10,000 of them came together to يعني attack the Muslims and so this is why it's called سورة الأحزاب but also known as غزوة الأحزاب أو سورة الأحزاب نعم because of the Ahzab, Jam'u Hizb, coming together. But also, Khandaq, because from that which took place during that battle, and from the Naam, from the from the plan and the Khutta, which came from Salman al-Farisi. Hmm? 
يعني was that the Muslims they dig a trench around Medina خندق and so it's also known as غزوة خندق نعم الذين تجمعوا من القبائل الشيخ he says those who gathered from the various tribes وغزوا رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم and they went out against the messenger of Allah صلى الله عليه وسلم والمسلمين في المدينة وعسكروا حول المدينة وعسكروا يعني they formed their armies around Medina أرادوا دخولها they wanted to enter Medina لكن الله وفق رسوله والمؤمنين إلى حفر الخندق however Allah يعني guided the messenger of Allah his messenger and the believers to حفر الخندق يعني digging the trench حول المدينة around Medina فلم يستطيعوا so they were not able يعني not able to to enter it not able to enter Medina تسمى غزوة الأحزاب وتسمى غزوة الخندق يعني it's known battle as غزوة الأحزاب battle of الأحزاب يعني translated usually as confederates battle of the confederates and غزوة الخندق battle of the trench لم يستطيعوا دخول المدينة بسبب هذه الخطة المباركة نعم so they weren't able to enter Medina due to this يعني plan that the messenger of Allah صلى الله عليه وسلم had يعني to يعني to fight the كفار المشركين وهي حفر الخندق حول المدينة لكن أحصاب المسلمين شدة يعني that is that trench which surrounded um, and encompassed Medina. However, yani during this time, the uh, Muslims, they suffered yani shidda, and they went through yani difficulty, extreme difficulty. Naam. Uh, and then the Shaykh, he mentions the ayah, in Surah Al-Ahzab, إِذْ جَاءَكُمْ مِنْ فَوْقِكُمْ وَمِنْ أَسْفَلَ مِنْكُمْ وَإِذَا زَغَتِ الْأَبَصَارِ وَبَلَغَتِ الْحَنَاجِرِ الْحَنَاجِرِ يعني when they came to you من فوقكم from above you يعني the the various tribes and the مشركين ومن أسفل منكم and from يعني below you يعني meaning from يعني من فوقكم from above you يعني من من الخارج from outside and they came to you from الداخل يعني from within from outside يعني those Ahzab and those Qabail that gathered, those tribes that gathered from inside the Munafiqeen and the Yehud. The Munafiqeen and the Yehud. وَإِذَا زَاغَتِ الْأَبَصَارِ وَبَلَغَتِ الْقُلُوبِ الْحَنَاجِرِ يعني when the when the eyes يعني grew wild وَبَلَغَتِ الْقُلُوبِ الْحَنَاجِرِ and when their hearts reached their throats يعني due to شدة difficulty يعني when they were surrounded وزغت الأبصار يعني when they couldn't see anything else except the enemy before them they couldn't see anything else because they were coming from every direction coming from every direction as we said 10,000 of them نعم so this is the meaning of their eyes grew wild وبلغت القلوب الحناجر when their hearts يعني reached their Throats, yani due to fear, due to extreme hunger, Catholic, because yani they were now encompassed within Medina themselves, because now the trench was blocking them into Medina. And so they weren't able to go out of Medina and trade and so on. Huh? Uh, and so they suffered 
يعني themselves نعم العدو العدو طوقهم the sheikh mentions that the enemy encompassed them surrounded them من الخارج الكفار والمشركون يعني from outside of the trench outside of Medina uh, the kuffar and the mushrikun and from within the hypocrites and the Jews to pounce on the believers and to rush upon the believers this is the meaning of takalabu المؤمنون ما زادهم هذا الموقف إلا إيمانا ثقة بالله. The believers, this situation didn't increase them except in iman and their trust in Allah. ولما رأى المؤمنون الحزاب قالوا هذا ما قالوا ما قالوا هذا ما وعدنا الله ورسوله وصدق الله ورسوله وما زادهم إلا إيمانا وتسليما. The full ayah now. That when the believers they saw the ahzab, they saw the the قبائل and the tribes come together the people all of them gathered together against them قالوا هذا ما وعدنا الله ورسوله they said that this is what Allah and his messenger uh, have promised us يعني that we will be tested and trialed we will be tested and trialed نعم يعني elsewhere in the Quran وصدق الله ورسوله and Allah and his messenger have spoken the truth وما زادهم إلا إيمانا وتسليما and this did not increase them except in Iman and in submission to Allah. Tasliman lillah subhanahu wa ta'ala, submitting to Allah. Tasliman lil-qada wal-qadar, in them submitting to the qada and the qadar of Allah, the pre-decree and the pre-ordainment of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, wa imanan billah wa annahu huwa mawlahum. And their iman in Allah, increase them in their iman in Allah, and likewise that he is their mawla, he is their protector. Ya'atamidun alayh. Ya'atamidun alayh. Yani they rely and depend on him. يتوكلون عليه نعم they rely on him. الشاهد في قوله the point of evidence here is وما زادهم إلا إيمانا this did not increase them in إيمان وما زاد نعم ما زادهم هذا الموقف الرهيب إلا إيمانا again this difficult situation this dreadful and fearful situation did not increase them except in إيمان فدل على أن الإيمان يزيد so this shows to us proves to us that Iman increases especially in those difficult hmm, situations and those يعني, intense uh, dif, يعني, difficult uh, situations that the munafiq the hypocrite ينهار, يعني, he collapses he collapses and يعني, he falls down يعني, with the مواقف الشديدة with those extreme uh, situations those difficult situations as for the believer فإنه يقوى إيمانه his إيمان increases يقوى ويقينه بالله تشتد uh, نعم ويقينه بالله كذلك increases his certainty in Allah increases تشتد عزيمته and his determination increases. His azima increases. لِأَنَّهُ يَعْرِفْ وَيُؤْمِنْ بِتَدَابِيرِ اللَّهِ Because he knows and he believes in the tadabir. Tadabir اللَّهِ يعني in the uh, ordainments of Allah that which Allah ordains. وَقَضَائِهِ وَقَدَرِ نعم فَهُوَ وَاثِقْ بِاللَّهِ 
yani he trusts Allah and he relies upon Allah. Qala rahimahullah wal hub fillah wal bugh fillah min al iman. So after finishing from the ayat and bringing these various ayat within the Quran, he now mentions yani uh, something else which is from iman. Something tremendous which is from iman and that is al hub fillah to love for the sake of Allah and to hate for the sake of Allah that is from Iman نعم. and the fee here that preposition fee usually is translated as in fee but the fee the fee here is fa or fee afwan fee the fee which is used to give reason or why yani, that something is due to something hmm? so for example dakhalat imra'ah an-nar fi hirra in that hadith that a woman entered the fire fi hmm? hirra in a cat due to a cat due to a cat that she didn't yani, that she uh, kept locked away and didn't feed. So the meaning of fi hirra here, the sabab, yani bisabab hirra, dakhalat imra'a an-nar bisabab hirra. That a woman, she entered the fire due to or because of a cat that she yani, didn't feed and allowed to yani, starve to death. Now, the fee here also when we say I love you for the sake of Allah or you are my brother for the sake of Allah is that is that fee there loving for the sake of Allah due to Allah because of Allah and hating likewise for the sake of Allah due to Allah and so on so this is the meaning of fee here and we wouldn't translate it as I love you in Allah or I hate you in Allah, but yani, for the sake of Allah. Naam. So that's a yani, um, benefit connected to the language. Naam. Uh, and in the hadith, the Shaykh mentions, iman yani that the firmest bond, al-Iman, that the firmest bond of Iman is Loving for the sake of Allah and hating for the sake of Allah. That again, this shows us that Iman has branches. And it has يعني, traits. Iman has khisal, traits. And from the traits of Iman and from the branches of Iman is this tremendous trait to love for the sake of Allah. And to hib Ikhwanak, al-mu'minin fillah, that you love your brothers, believe in brothers, for the sake of Allah. La min ajlil mal, not due to wealth that they possess, aw min ajlil tam'ah, or due to, yani, some, yani, worldly desire, aw min ajlil qaraba, aw nasab, or due to qaraba, yani, some, yani, they're related to you, that he's a qareeb, he's related to you, or nasab, or due to lineage. إِنَّمَا تُحِبُّهُمْ فِي اللَّهِ You only love them for the sake of Allah. هَذِهِ مَحَبَّةُ الْإِيمَانِ This is the mahabba of Iman. 
love of Iman. Naam. وكذلك تبغض الكفار. Likewise, you detest and you hate the kuffar. تبغض أعداء الله. You hate the enemies of Allah. لأن الله يبغضهم. لأن الله يبغضهم. Because Allah He hates them. تكرههم لأن الله يكرههم. تكرههم لأن الله يكرههم. You hate them because Allah hates them. هل تكرههم من أجل أنهم لم يعطوك مالا؟ Is it the case that you, يعني you hate them and detest them because they, for example, didn't give you some wealth? أو ترك أو تكرههم لأنهم ضروك في دنياك أو يعني you you detest them and hate them because they harmed you in your worldly matters. لا, الشيخ says no, this is not the case. You don't hate them due to that. بل تكرههم في الله. But your hate is for the sake of Allah. You hate them for the sake of Allah, because Allah hates them. من أجل الله يعني for the sake of Allah لأنهم أعداء الله أعداء الله because they are the enemies of Allah. لا لا تتخذوا عدوي وعدو وعدوكم أولياء تلقون إليهم بالمودة وقد كفروا وقد كفروا بما جاءكم من الحق يخرجون الرسول وإياكم أن تؤمنوا بالله نعم أن تؤمنوا بالله ربكم إن كنتم خرجتم جهادا في سبيلي وبتغاء مرضاتي تسرون إليهم بالمودة وأنا أعلم وأنا أعلم بما أخفيتم وما أعلنتم نعم ومن يفعله ومن يفعله منكم فقد ضل سواء السبيل نعم دي آية إن سورة الممتحنة نعم don't take my enemy and your enemy as awliya as allies and friends نعم تلقون إليهم بالمودة يعني inclining towards them يعني showing them affection love وقد كفروا بما جاءكم من الحق يعني and they disbelieved in that which came to you from the truth يخرجون الرسول وإياكم يعني they expel and they نعم they expel the messenger صلى الله عليه وسلم and you يعني from your homes and تؤمنوا بالله يعني because you believe in Allah ربكم يا Lord إن كنتم خرجتم جهادا في سبيلي يعني if you go out in jihad in my path وبتغاء مرضاتي and seeking my 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 pleasure تسرون إليهم بالمودة يعني you show affection and friendship towards them يعني in secret تسرون in secret وأنا أعلم بما أخفيتم وما أعلنتم and I يعني I'm most knowledgeable and I know that which you conceal and that which you make apparent. And whoever does so from amongst you and whoever does so whoever does this from amongst you then he has erred from the straight path. And so the Shaykh he says So whoever loves the disbelievers then he is Uh, erred from the uh, straight path وَمَنْ أَبْغَضَ الْكُفَّارِ لِلَّهِ and whoever uh, hates and detests the kuffar for the sake of Allah لَيْسَ مِنْ أَجْلِ الدُّنْيَا not due to worldly matters بَلْ أَبْغَضَهُمْ أو أَبْغَضَهُمْ نعم لِلَّهِ rather he uh, hates them for the sake of Allah لِأَنَّ اللَّهَ يُبْغِضُهُمْ because Allah he uh, hates them 
يعاديهم يعني he takes them as enemies لأن الله عدوهم نعم because Allah is يعني their enemy Allah is their enemy Allah is an enemy to them and they are an enemy to Allah فإن الله عدو للكافرين as Allah he says that indeed Allah is an enemy to the disbelievers نعم من أجل الله يعني this again the Shaykh is reiterating that this, all of this is for the sake of Allah. هذا هو المؤمن. This is the believer. Now, and we reiterate also that <coughs> when we read the likes of these verses and our position يعني, uh, to these verses, um, we clarify that detesting a people and hating a people doesn't contradict with being just with them. Hmm? And يعني, doesn't contradict with يعني, uh, not transgressing against them. Rather, we have also in the Quran the command that we should be just and kind towards them, righteous towards them, so long as they don't expel us from our homes. Naam. Naam. As Allah, He mentions, لا ينهاكم الله عن الذين لم يقاتلوكم في الدين ولم يخرجوا ولم يخرجوكم من دياركم أن تبروهم وتقصتوا إليهم إن الله يبل مقصدين that Allah doesn't forbid you from uh, those yani, who don't expel you from your homes hmm? don't fight you nor do they expel you from your homes and tabarruhum from birr that you are uh, good towards them righteous towards them وَتُقُسُّتُوا hmm? إِلَيْهِمْ and, and yani, you, you are just towards them indeed Allah loves those who are just and so yani, we have this command also that yani, we are to be just with them we are to be kind towards them so long as they don't harm us and yani, this is not something where we uh, which a person can say we are inciting um, violence towards them because it clearly shows to us yani, that although we hate them with our hearts and the, the disobedience that they have hmm, we even hate the believer yani, to his extent of disobedience we hate that disobedience about him we hate that action that he does so even the believer we could hate yani, meaning we hate his disobedience but we also love him for the iman that he has. And the more his iman, iman increases and is complete, then our love for him increases. Now, But as for the disbelievers, yes, we hate them. And we hate that kufr and the disbelief and the shirk that they perform, they perform because Allah hates that. And just as there are disbelievers and non-Muslims who, who will hate Muslims, there are many non-Muslims out there who hate the Muslims. But I don't think the authorities or anyone can claim that they are inciting violence. Yani they are allowed to have that position, allowed to have those uh, beliefs, so long as they don't incite violence. Once you cross that line, then now you're, yani, you, you've yani, gone beyond uh, yani, your, your, your belief and your opinion, and, and now you're transgressing against someone. We say it's the same with us, hmm, that we have our position towards Yani those who disbelieve in Allah, those who uh, yani commit actions of sin, various actions of, of, of sin and, and disobedience, we hate them, but that doesn't prevent us and that doesn't contradict with us being just with them, so long as they don't transgress against us. Naam. al-Iman. خصل عظيمة من خصال الإيمان فالذي لا يحب المؤمنين ولا يكره ولا يكره ولا يكره الكافرين هذا ليس بمؤمن 
ليس في قلبه إيمان نعم إما أنه ليس في قلبه إيمان أصلا وإما أن فيه إيمان ناقص نقص عظيم so this shows to us that loving for the sake of Allah hating for the sake of Allah is from the يعني most firm uh, bond the firmest bond of Iman a tremendous trait from the traits of Iman so the one who doesn't love the believers and he doesn't hate the disbelievers this person is not a believer he doesn't have Iman in his heart Nam, yes it's possible um, that he doesn't have Iman at all Aslan, he doesn't have Iman or that he has Iman but it's deficient hmm? uh, a great deficiency in his Iman so upon the Muslim is that he is cautious of this and aware of this he doesn't love except for the sake of Allah that يعني, religious love that love connected to the deen and he doesn't hate except for the sake of Allah يعني, he doesn't hate someone due to يعني, that he's cut off the ties with him for example he doesn't hate him due to that or that he's transgressed against him or for whatever the reason no Rather, he hates him because he is a disbeliever, because he associates partners with Allah. An enemy to Allah. Nor does he love him due to wealth or due to يعني, uh, him being a relative. Rather, he only loves him due to him being a believer. Even if he is not from his relatives. Mm-hmm. And he, he loves them. So long as he, he is a believer. He is your brother. You love him for the sake of Allah. For the sake of Allah. قال رحمه الله وكتب عمر بن عبد العزيز إلى عدي بن عدي إن للإيمان فرائض وشرائع وحدودا وسننا فمن استكملها استكمل الإيمان so now Imam Bukhari he brings a statement from Umar ibn Abdul Aziz Naam when he wrote to Adi ibn Adi Naam and Umar ibn Abdul Aziz the Sheikh now he, he gives some uh, يعني he gives a brief um, يعني description of who he was. هذا أمير المؤمنين عمر بن عبد العزيز بن مروان الأموي. He was the leader of the believers. عمر بن عبد العزيز بن مروان الأموي. يعني an description to to Umayyah. An description to Umayyah. يعني when we say بنو Umayyah, that is Umayyah who is from the Quraysh. He's from the Quraysh. يعني Amr um, bin Abdul Aziz, his lineage goes back to يعني, uh, Marwan, eventually going back to Abu Al-As, who is the son of Umayyah, the son of Umayyah, 
ابن عبد الش... عبد الشمس ابن عبد مناف ابن قصي ابن كلاب now he begins to agree with the lineage of the messenger of Allah from Umayyah also Uthman ibn Affan so the Khulafa and those Muluk and those kings that came after the Khulafa we had many of them from Banu Umayyah meaning their lineage goes back to Umayyah and that description is Umawi Umawi Going back to Umayyah. Naam. Um, and so he, his lineage agrees with Uthman ibn Affan, huh? at Abu al-As, the son of Umayyah. Naam. And also from the direction of his mother, um, his lineage agrees with Umar uh, ibn Khattab. Hmm. Yeah, because uh, his mother was Hafsa bint Asim. Ibn Umar ibn Khattab. So, he was to Umar ibn Khattab. Naam, his great grandson. Naam. So, related to Uthman ibn Affan through his paternal lineage, through his father, and through his mother, related to Umar ibn Khattab. Naam. So this is Amr ibn Abdul Aziz ibn Marwan al-Umawi al-Qurashi from the Quraysh Naam al-Tabi'i from the Tabi'in al-Ikhwa from the Tabi'in Naam al-Ladhi ishtahra bil-ilm one who became known for ilm to the point al-Ikhwa because he was born يعني سنة إحدى وستين the 61st year after the Hijrah. And he became the Khalifa in Tisa' wa Tis'in. Sanat Tisa' wa Tis'in. In the 99th year after the Hijrah. And due to that hadith, wherein the Messenger of Allah said that Allah will send ala ra'si kulli qarn, mujaddid, the one who will revive for this Ummah, its religion, at the head of every century. Allah will send one who will revive uh, his religion because he, came, he became the Khalifa yani at the head of the, the 100th year. Uh, he, he was only the Khalifa yani for uh, approximately two and a half years. Yani he passed away in 101 after the Hijrah. So from the scholars, those who said that he was the Mujaddid of that Qarn. He was the reviver yani at the head of that first century. After the Hijrah, Nam. Nam, and so as we as we uh, as we said, um, this is when he became the Khalifa, and يعني, he was appointed the Khalifa after his paternal cousin Ibn Ammi, uh, Suleiman Ibn Abdul Malik Ibn Marwan, because we said he is Umar bin Abdul Aziz Ibn Marwan, صح? Umar, the son of Abdul Aziz, the son of Marwan. His paternal cousin was Suleiman ibn Abdul Malik, the brother of who? La. Abdul Aziz. And both of these two brothers, their father was Marwan. So Suleiman was the Khalifa before him. Suleiman was the Khalifa before him. Suleiman bin Abdul Malik. And he appointed him as his wazir. He appointed 
Amr bin Abdulaziz as his wazir. Only he died when he was only like 39. Alim, Abid as the Sheikh he mentions, known for uh, his worship, known for his knowledge from the fuqaha of the tabi'in. To the point where, as the Sheikh is going to mention here somewhere, hatta addahu. Naam, ba'dul ulama min khulafa' rashidin. To the point that some of the scholars they considered and regarded him as being from the Khulafat Rashidin, rightly guided caliphs. Naam, that is due to his ilm, his zuhud, his abstention from the dunya, his ibadah, his worship, and because before him there was fitan and khilaf, and trials and tribulations and differing, much differing yani, battles between the Muslims. When he became the Khalifa, all of that stopped. All of that came to an end. Naam. And so this is why some of the scholars regarded him as being from the Khulafa al-Rashidin. Naam. Naam. And as we said, his, his uh, Khilafa was only for the duration of two and a half years. Naam. Um, so we had the, just so you know, it was, it wasn't, he didn't come directly after the four caliphs. The Khulafa al-Arba'a were Abu Bakr, Umar, Uthman, Ali, then al-Hasan ibn Ali. But Hassan ibn Ali was only, his Khilafah was only for six months, half a year roughly. Hmm? Six months. Then the Dawla al Umawiyah began. That's the, yani the, uh, the rule of the Umayyads, I believe they translate in English. Those from Banu Umayyah, those leaders from Banu Umayyah. Then came after them the Dawla of. Abbasiyya. Naam. Dawla of Abbasiyya. So the four Khulafa, Hassan ibn Ali, then Muawiyah bin Abi Sufyan. Muawiyah bin Abi Sufyan. Then Yazid bin Muawiyah, his son. Yazid ibn Muawiyah. Naam. Then Muawiyah ibn Yazid. Then his son. Muawiyah ibn Yazid. Then Marwan ibn al-Hakam. Marwan ibn al-Hakim, all of them from Banu Umayyah. Then Abdul Malik ibn Marwan. Then Al-Walid ibn Abdul Malik. Walid ibn Abdul Malik. And then his brother Suleiman ibn Abdul Malik. And then after Suleiman, we said, was Umar ibn Abdul Aziz, his paternal cousin. Now, so again, just very quickly, the four, Khulafa, and then, Al-Hasan, and then, Muawiyah bin Abi Sufyan. Thumma, Yazid, his son, Yazid ibn Muawiyah. Yazid ibn Muawiyah, and then, Muawiyah ibn Yazid, then his son. Muawiyah ibn Yazid. Naam. Then, Marwan ibn al-Hakam. Marwan ibn al-Hakam. Thumma, Abdul Malik ibn Marwan. Abdul Malik ibn Marwan. Then Al-Walid bin Abdul Malik. Al-Walid bin Abdul Malik. And then his brother, Suleiman bin Abdul Malik. And then his paternal cousin, Amr ibn Abdul Aziz. So, taqriban, how many between the Khulafa al-Arba and Amr ibn Abdul Aziz? Around eight. Naam. Naam, eight. Asant. Now, so this is Umar bin Abdulaziz, ayyul ikhwa. Akhrajuhu sitta, ayyul ikhwa. The six muhadithin, they all 
يعني recorded from him يعني البخاري مسلم and the other four أبو داود ترمذي النسائي ابن ماجه all of them نعم البخاري brings this أثر going back to to عمر بن عبد العزيز this is not a hadith it's an أثر because كتب عمر بن عبد العزيز إلى عدي بن عبد so this is يعني عمر بن عبد العزيز his statement it's not a hadith and it's also معلق if you recall يعني حديث terms that we brought معلق referring to what what is this connected to the isnad but what is it exactly ما أضيف من أول إسناد من من أول الإسناد أو من أول إسناده that which the beginning part of the إسناد is dropped the beginning part of it is dropped يعني from Bukhari because Bukhari says says immediately كتب عمر بن عبد العزيز إلى عدي بن ملاهاتم so he's almost though he's narrating directly upon عمر بن عبد العزيز but he never met him so he's dropped within the chain رواد however as we said that the ahadith and athar muallaqa in Sahih al-Bukhari either he brings it elsewhere within the Sahih with its full chain like the beginning of this chapter what did he bring? Qawli Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam so he didn't bring the isnad although he mentioned that this kitab that he named it al-jami' al-musnad al-sahih al-mukhtasar that this Sahih, it became known as Sahih Bukhari to us. But he actually named it Al-Jami' compilation of Ahadith which are Musnad with their Asanid, all of them with their Asanid. But he hasn't brought the Isnad here right at the beginning. But there are reasons why he does that because from them is that he also intended that this Kitab is going to be Mukhtasar, brief. So because he brought it here and he's going to bring it in the next chapter, he's not going to keep bringing the Isnad here and here and here whatever he brings a hadith, he, he brought it, معلق, dropped the chain because he, he's going to bring it later. In order to keep the jami' مختصر, concise. Also, يعني, we said that it could be due to يعني, an athar with him that he's bringing not as the main point of evidence but as supporting evidence. Hmm? So he brings ayat, then he brings a hadith with the full chains, then he might bring a statement from the sahaba. Statement from the Tabi'in. Hmm? And he doesn't bring his chain because he doesn't see that he needs to bring a chain because he's brought the main point through ayat and ahadith which you can't reject. So he's brought, he's made his point. Hmm? However, as we said, there are two ways in how he can bring these ahadith or athar mu'allaqa. We say al-jazm or sayghat tamrid. Yani either he, he, he brings it in a way and brings it with a term which indicates that it is authentic with him. قال عمر بن عبد العزيز or كتب عمر بن عبد العزيز He wrote, he said. This is, whenever Bukhari uses these terms, this shows that it's established with him, it's authentic, even though he hasn't mentioned the chain. And he may mention the chain elsewhere within Sahih or in another one of his works. In his Kitab Tariq or Rafa al-Yadayn or other books that he has. But if he brings it with Sigurd Tamrid, if he brings it with the wording Ruyan, it has been narrated. Or Dukira, uh, it has been mentioned. Here, يعني, uh, he's, maybe it's not 
maybe it's yani it's a it's an athar or a hadith which is not authentic with him but again he's not bringing it as the main uh, evidence that he's using to prove his point naam or it could be authentic but we have to check it and the scholars of the hadith would do that concerning this particular uh, athar of Amr ibn Aziz ibn Hajar has mentioned in that kitab that he has where he went through all of these ahadith within within an athar within sahih bukhari those were there's hadf and yani uh, dropping of some of the narrators within the chain he he then makes wasl of them he connects all of them yani either he himself brings the isnad going back to him that he heard from so and so from so and so from so and so from the one who then says that yani at the end of the chain that amr ibn aziz wrote to adib ibn wadi ibn adi so he brings this chain and he does that with this narration in his kitab ta'liq taghlif ta'liq he brings that full chain and at the end of it he says isnad sahih that the isnad is that he's brought is authentic and the rijal a thiqat all the men are trustworthy and then he also says that um ibn abi shayba he also brings it in kitab al-iman and imam ahmad also brings it in kitab al-iman so there we have yani where the uh, athar is with its chain and it's connected because imam ahmad and ibn abi shayba yani they connected they bring the chain with its full yani in in its in its complete form now so it is a narration which is authentic this is the only uh athar that bukhari brings from umar umar ibn abdulaziz an athar and the only other time that he comes in the sahih is in kitab al-istiqrad the book of loans only one more hadith which is actually marfu' to the messenger of allah yani with it, with from abu huraira eventually from abu huraira within the chain and then the hadith from the messenger of allah so the only one time that bukhari brings umar ibn abdulaziz where uh, he yani is within the chain of a hadith which is marfu' yani going back to the messenger of allah sallallahu alaihi wasallam naam um as for adi we'll stop with this ilikhwa just to finish off with yani those who were mentioned within this uh uh athar um we'll finish with umar ibn abdulaziz as for adi ibn adi then he was adi ibn ibn adi ibn amira ibn amira al kindi التابعي التابعي نعم so he was also a tabi'i من اولاد الصحابه from the children of the sahaba adi ibn adi so adi the son of adi his father adi same name he was from the sahaba he was from the sahaba uh, and likewise his uh, his am his paternal uncle نعم العرس ibn Amira his uncle likewise was a uh, sahabi so yani he, he he narrates from them he narrates from them likewise Umar bin Abdul Aziz likewise he um uh, met the sahaba from those who he heard from was uh, Anas ibn Malik and Abdullah ibn Ja'far so that's Umar bin Abdul Aziz from the tabi'in he met Anas ibn Malik heard from him narrated from him uh and uh likewise Abdullah ibn Ja'far so tabi who met uh, and heard from these two companions and likewise Adi as we said he was from uh yani the aulad of the sahaba and he was Adi's son who was likewise a companion nam um so this is Adi ibn Adi 
uh, who, um, likewise, Ayyul Ukhwa, he, Naam, is one who Bukhari said about him that he is Sayyid Ahl Jazeera. He is Sayyid Ahl Jazeera, he is the leader of the people of the Jazeera, Jazeera al Arab, the Arabian Peninsula. Um, and likewise, Imam Ahmad said about him that he that Adi la yusal an mithli, that the likes of him isn't to be asked about. I mean, he's he's trustworthy, Nam. And he uh, passed away uh, in uh, yani the sana ishreen wa mi'ah, 120 after the hijrah, Nam. And Bukhari only brings from him this athar, an athar which is muallak, as we said, and. Uh, Abu Dawood, he narrates from him, Imam Nasai and um, Ibn Majah. Imam, Imam Tirmidhi doesn't, doesn't narrate from him. Naam. So this is Adi ibn Adi. Naam. And he was one that Umar placed as يعني, uh, a leader over Mosul. Mosul is where? Iraq. So he worked for Umar ibn Abdul Aziz and this is why he wrote to him, advising him. Hmm? He was from uh, those who uh, yani, were from um, yani, the leaders that uh, Amr bin Abdul Aziz placed over the various uh, regions. Naam. And so, ta'ala, we'll, next week we'll uh, continue with this athar. Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in. Naam.